Hey, Augusta, this is Brian Culbertson, and it's time for Arts Weekly with your host, Brenda Durant of the Greater Augusta Arts Council. Here's Brenda with Arts Weekly on Smooth Jazz 92.3 FM, WAEG. Welcome to Arts Weekly, your guide to arts and entertainment in Augusta, Georgia, and the areas around. I am Brenda Durant with the Greater Augusta Arts Council, and for the next half hour, I'll pull back the curtain on art, artists, and people who are working hard to make your play in easy. Thanks for joining me today. Augusta, Georgia has so much to do. I didn't bring a guest in this week. I need to do a catch-up on what's happening in town, and I'll have two guests back in the studio uh, next week to talk about some shows and events happening at the Gertrude Herbert Institute of Art. If you haven't seen lately, the Gertrude Herbert is going through a big makeover, um, internal and external. It looks beautiful. Uh, uh, Heather has been keeping us informed of uh, what's happening at the Gertrude Herbert uh, via Facebook. So you can go to the Gertrude Herbert Facebook page and take a look. But I said the Grand Dame is looking good. Um, that's the the beautiful building on the on the corner of um, Fifth. And Intel Fair. It's quite beautiful. It's if you're at the municipal building, you can kind of see it from the parking lot of the municipal building. All right. So what is happening this weekend? The weekend of February fifteenth, twenty twenty. I hope you had a great Valentine's Day. Uh, if you're still celebrating, lots of uh, things that you can do with your sweetie to have some fun at the James Brown Arena. Tyler Perry's Medea's Farewell is uh, tonight and Sunday. Two shows at the James Brown. Saturday, oh, two shows on Saturday, four and eight, and Sunday, a three o'clock show. I do love a three o'clock show. I don't want to stay out too late. I still think of Sunday night as a school night. Um, tickets starting um, at $50, and it's, it's, it's Tyler Perry's final performance as Medea. The beloved matriarch will grace the stage to help her family navigate their greatest challenge yet, each other. Um, I know where I will be on Sunday. I will be at the... Um, Maxwell Theater at the Somerville campus of Augusta University seeing a scythe in time. This is presented by Theater AUG. You can listen to last week's show. Uh, we podcasted from our website, AugustaArts.com, and listen to Mark Swanson um, talk about his play. This is a play that he wrote, the music and lyrics for, and Alan Harris wrote the book. Uh, that's called, though he wrote the play, and it's based on two stories from Edgar Allan Poe, so you can know it's not all singing, all dancing, but there is singing and dancing, the singing. It takes place in London, 1881, uh, where the public can't get enough of the infamously sensational um, Blackwood articles, and he'll he'll talk about it if you listen to the podcast, or you can just wait till um, it's Saturday and Sunday, I'm going to the show on Sunday, um, and, and see that. But he took it to uh, a theater festival in New York City it was a couple years ago, and it was an award-winning selection from the New York Music Festival and the most prestigious music festival in the world. And let me see if I can find a quote from, um, well, I don't have it here, but it was there was a quote from the New York Times, and it's a great quote. It's a great show, and I hope that you'll support our local um, our local playwright and, and, and local um, show producer. The last show of the mini theater show, All God's Children Got Guns, this is truth in uh, semi, you know, parentheses, truth or myth, is um, Sunday the 16th at 3 o'clock. Now, I haven't checked on the ticket sales since last week. I know last week they had, a, they had tickets left for Sunday, 
So I would definitely call the mini theater. And how do you call the mini theater? You go to our website, AugustaArts.com. Click on calendar. Um, when you go to Sunday, you'll see the show. And you can all the information is there for you to either click through and buy tickets if that's an offering. Call. We have um, directions and information about the shows. On um, Saturday at, at noon, an author signing with Sasser Hill will take place. Um, at the Book Tavern on Broad Street, next to the JB inside the JB White's building, and uh, she Sasser is an Aiken-based mystery author, and she'll be signing her books to pr- promote her latest novel, Travels of Quinn. And so uh, that's always a great thing. I think it's great when you get to meet the um, artist, uh, meet the writer, meet the artist, meet the musician. I uh, go to a lot of things just to hear the person talk that that uh, maybe you never have met before, and so um, that's cool. That's Saturday. At noon, Astronomical Aspirations, a fine art exhibition by Sally Cat, is a recurring event. It's a free event. It's um, at the Four Piece Studios in Martinez, and it's uh, a celebration of the vibrant and energetic works, energetic works of local artist um, Sally Ballesteri. And the opening reception has already happened, so it's um, it's just ongoing through February 29th, so get over to 4P. 4P Studios, I'll have to bring in Regina Brejder to come and talk about 4P Studios. It is a um, gallery. They teach pottery. They take, teach um, lots of different art classes. So if you're interested in taking some classes, you might want to check out 4P Studios, and we have their information under our class list, again, on our website, AugustaArts.com. Rules of Seconds, I, this was written up in the um, applause uh, insert in the Augusta Chronicle this week. Uh, this show, let me see if I can get the full run dates. It opened on Valentine's Day. It's Saturday, February 15th, and then Thursday the 20th, Friday the 21st, and Saturday the 22nd. So they do two weekends. This is an interesting show and an interesting story. It's um, a play by John Palano, and uh, they were trying to get the rights to it, and it wasn't being released yet. It was only been the the play has only been performed in two cities, I believe, and so um, the guys at Le Chat Noir wrote directly to um, Mr. Polano and got permission. And he wanted he was very particular about he wanted how he wanted the show produced. He wanted accurate accents, accurate ethnicity. Um, and accurate costumes, and so he waived the royalty fee so that they would have the money to invest in the show to make it um, suit his vision of the show. And so it's a cool show. It's um, set in 1855 Boston, where the slightest infraction between gentlemen is grounds for a challenge to be resolved with pistols. Rules of second will be the southeastern premiere of John Polano's recent work at La Chat, um, La Chat Noir Theater. And so, you know, the second is the guy that goes with you when you're uh, in a duel. You, you choose your second, so I believe. And so that's rules of second. And I want to remind you that also on Sunday, the Morris Museum of Art is open and free. Beautiful permanent exhibition, which does change periodically, and also some temporary exhibitions as well. There's a Vietnam um, ex- exhibition that I definitely welcome you to go and see. And so just remember that that is something. Uh, Sunday, it's noon to 5 o'clock. And a nice thing to do if you're downtown doing other things or waiting for a show or having brunch and maybe needing to walk it off, um, head over to the Morris Museum of Art. Again, I'm Brenda Durant. Our website is AugustaArts.com. That's where we podcast the show. We have a calendar. You can sign up to join the Greater Augusta Arts Council 
You can also um, sign up for our free newsletter. And the great news right now is if you join the Arts Council this month, you can head over to our member party on uh, February 29th, the Wet Paint Party and Art Sale, and um, have some fun at Sacred Heart, meeting 50 local artists and having some wonderful food and specialty drinks. I'll be back in just a minute to talk about some things that are hanging in Augusta, Georgia. I'm Brenda Durant with the Arts Council. You are listening to Arts Weekly on Smooth Jazz 92.3 FM. Welcome back to Arts Weekly. I'm Brenda Durant with the Greater Augusta Arts Council, and I'm going to cover some events in town. But first, I thought I'd give you a public art update. You know, the Greater Augusta Arts Council is the public art agency for the city of Augusta. We have a number of projects we're working on right now, and I hope that you've been following some of them. One I want to talk about is the James Brown mural. This is the mural that the owner of the building on the corner of Broad and Ninth agreed to um, to let artists put money on. So the Arts Council and the CVB raised some money. The city of Augusta uh, chipped in. And we put out a call recently, and we got, um, I think we got 40 applications. Um, first, we had to make sure that they were all um, on time and accurate, that they had clicked all, checked all the boxes. We, I think we ended up with a, a 30-something applications um, for the public art panel to review, which they have done. Um, the public art panel did a big review with scorecards um, and voted for the top four. Uh, the top four have gone before the Arts Council's executive committee to approve sending those four forward. Um, they did that this week. The next, uh, the next part of this path is that we will take the four to be approved by the full Arts Council board, and then we will present the commission with the four top images, and then we will set up a community vote. This is just to get an idea of which ones the community like. It's not a popular um, vote. You know, best most votes win, so there's no reason to do a million um, votes, perhaps. And then we will give that information to the building owner, who will um, pick his favorite um, with the input from the public art panel, the Arts Council board, and um, the community, and then the work will begin. We were hoping to have it up by Master's Week, not going to happen, but we actually hope that this year there will be artists um, painting on the side of the building, perhaps during Master's Week, which would be a great thing to see this year and then see the finished product next year for our master's visitors. So that's where we are with that. The second is our gateway sculpture project. You might remember the uh, Augusta Commission um, ended the gateway sculpture project for Riverwatch Parkway before procurement could present um, their recommendations that was canceled. Uh, They requested that we go back and start again on Riverwatch Parkway and add Sandbar Ferry Road Gateway but that we do community input sessions um, on themes and include themes in the procurement call. We have done a gateway session for um, Alexander Drive at Riverwatch Parkway at uh, the the barbecue pit uh, at Julian Smith. We did another one for Sandbar Ferry Road at the boathouse um, uh, on an evening. 
Uh, then we went into the community. I, I think it's Eastview Community Center. They had a neighborhood meeting. We did that this week, and everyone got to vote, put stickers on, and add themes if they wanted to to our theme list. So what we're looking for is themes for the gateway, not what do you think it should be. So a lot of people in town have said, oh, let's see, let's take the golf statues that used to be downtown and put them at the gateways. Well, a golf statue is the size of a man, let's say five, eight to six feet tall, and that's not what a gateway sculpture is. Um, that would be too small. It wouldn't be seen. These are designed to be seen from a moving vehicle. The, uh, my, the speed limit, for instance, on Riverwatch Parkway is 55 miles an hour. They are not designed to put a parking pad there. They're not a selfie station. There's not something you're supposed to get out of your car and look at. And they're also not going to be a statue of a person. If you think about where you've seen super large statues of people, it's usually a person perhaps running a communist country. And so that's not what a gateway sculpture would be. It's most likely going to be an abstract sculpture, um, like the two that we had um, before. Uh, and this time, uh, we will supply the artists with themes, although our artists that had supplied the sculptures had one had a, a theme of golf, um, a backswing in the river, and the other sculpture was all about our topography, our our earth, um, it was very calming sculpture. So those, it'll probably be something similar to what we had before, but this time it will be with input. And so um, I'm, I'm also gonna give you the talk, what do you do if you have an idea for what the sculpture should be? This is not what our community meetings are about. This is about themes, but if you have an idea, one, if you're an artist, you would submit a proposal through the city procurement call that will come out later this year. Uh, if you're not an artist, you would have to, one, find an artist to uh, draw up and uh, make your vision come true. Then you would have to find a fabrication company that could fabricate a 15 to 20 foot tall image uh, sculpture of what you're thinking of. Then you would have to find um, someone familiar with the city procurement process, perhaps to help you fill in the procurement call. You would need a company to help deliver the sculpture to Augusta and a company or team familiar with installation of 15 to 20 foot sculptures. Again, there's lots of rules with the GDOT, that's the Georgia Department of Transportation, about, you know, uh, it can't be flashy, it can't be reflective, it has to withstand 100 mile per hour winds. So if you think that you can put a team together for all of that, we welcome you to um, submit, when the time comes, your image. But there's no reason now to come and show me or the Arts Council what you're thinking of because that's not the process. Um, so right now the process is that we're looking for themes and we have one more theme meeting. Sean Franton is having a district meeting on March 7th at the National Hills Baptist Church. You can find that on his Facebook page and we welcome you to come if you want to put your sticker next to the theme or, or add a theme um, that you have in mind for either for the Gateway on Riverwatch Parkway and Alexander Drive. So that's a, a quick um, public art uh, update from Brenda Durant with the Greater Augusta Arts Council. And now I'm just going to tell you some other things happening in town. There is uh, West Boo Gallery on Broad Street has a, a beautiful jewelry show. It's called Multifaceted Art Jewelry in the South. This is open um, until April 10th. And the, the beautiful gallery on the 1100 block abroad is open Monday through Friday from 10 to 5. And it's numerous um, artists who are participating and it's it's a broad look at art form that encompasses a diversity of makers objects and possibilities the show features contemporary craft from nine artists who use jewelry as wearable art to focus on personal social and political issues 
So it is just a beautiful show. Larry Millard will be on the show um, soon uh, for the Gertrude Herbert exhibition. He is a local artist whose show is up. You might want to see it before you listen to uh, Arts Weekly next week. Uh, His show is up at the Gertrude Herbert. It's called No Vacancy. Uh, Larry moved to Augusta in 2015 after teaching sculpture at the University of Georgia for 40 years. Having studied historic preservation in the College of Environment and Design at UGA, he was fascinated to learn about and explore the architecture, city layout, and development of Augusta. And he got hooked on our old hotels and motels. And that's what um, No Vacancy is about. It's his reflection on the hotels and motels in Augusta, Georgia. And he has quite a laugh that when I moved to Augusta, uh, my father moved all the whole family in, seven kids, mommy and uh, him into the Ramada Hotel on Gordon Highway, and we were introduced to Augusta via Gordon Highway. Uh, we thought that's where everyone shopped and hung out, and that was our vision of Augusta. La, that's all I'm going to say about that. The Gertrude Herbert Instructor Exhibition opens um, Janu- as open January 24th through February 28th. The gallery hours are Monday through Friday, 10 to 5. Um, you can go and see the artwork from the instructors. And a lot of times you don't see that. You don't see the artwork from the person who's teaching um, art classes in grammar schools and high schools. And this is the art um, the art from the instructors. And the instructors include Stacy Swider, Roseanne Stutz, Thomas Needham, Lily Morris, Frank Christofian, Carol Kelly Dorn, Twyla Brock, and more. And Mary Krakow, an exhibition of fine art, is at the um, Broad Street Gallery, 600 Broad Street. That's the gallery in the middle of Broad Street. used to be the Chamber of Commerce. And this is a a joint venture with 4P Studios and the Augusta Regional Collaboration during the month of February. And it's uh, celebrate the original works of art by local painter and photographer Mary Krakow. And it's a beautiful exhibit, and I do suggest you go. Uh, It is open... Um, The show dates are Friday, February 7th through Friday, February 28th. The gallery is open Monday through Friday, 12 to 4. So if you're downtown for lunch, you might want to go after lunch and visit the gallery. And you can also make an appointment. Um, Linda Hardy is hanging at Sacred Heart. That's my home. That's where my office is in Sacred Heart Cultural Center. It's a beautiful show. Uh, Sacred Heart is open Monday through Friday, uh, 9 to 5. And so if you are downtown and we have a great gift shop right now, if you haven't been to our gift shop lately, ooh la la, it's so fun. So do come um, and and see that as well. So that's what's hanging. I'm going to be back in a few minutes to look at what is happening in the future in Augusta, some shows. I'm Brenda Durant with the Greater Augusta Arts Council inviting you to visit our website, look at our full calendar, which is so much fun. Um, sign up for our newsletter, join the Arts Council and come to our wet paint party and art sale. Stay with us. You're listening to Arts Weekly on Smooth Jazz 92.3 FM. Welcome back to Arts Weekly, your guide to arts and entertainment in Augusta, GA, and the areas around. I'm Brenda Durant with the Greater Augusta Arts Council, and in this, our third segment, I'm going to talk about some events happening starting next week and then into the future. Tuesday's Music Live on February 18th, Tuesday, presents Siati Duo Cello and Organ, and this is a noontime concert series. It is free, longest-running one, longest-running series in America, and it is... 
the it's the largest con- luncheon concert series um, in America, and you can head over to St. Paul's Church on Reynolds Street at a little before noon. It gets kind of crowded. Get there early um, on uh, Tuesday the eighteenth. And it's free. You sit down, you listen to a concert. It ends by about 12.30, 12.35. At that point, you can go back to work or head to a downtown restaurant. Or if you make your reservations in advance, you can walk upstairs and have a delightful lunch in their river room. Um, they do ask you to make reservations in advance. It's super easy. You, you, uh, if you reserve a table of four, you go there. If not, you just find a seat. There's a basket in the middle of the table. You put your money in the basket, and, um, and the lunch is already on the table. So it's not like you're going to get back to work late. It's um, a really nice thing. I do this very often throughout the year and just love it. So 12 to 1. Uh, something happening at Augusta University is a documentary movie, The Pieces I Am, Nobel Laureate Toni Morrison documentary. This is on Wednesday the 19th from 1 to 4. It's a free event at the Maxwell Theater. So it is The Pieces I Am is a documentary about Nobel Laureate Toni Morrison. A free screening of the documentary from 1 to 3 will be followed by a panel discussion from 3 to 4. It's presented by the Department of English and Foreign Languages, uh, the Reese Library, and the Cinema Series at Augusta University. I love things like this. I think it's fun. You know, maybe we're not all dying to go um, back to school, but to stretch ourselves a little bit with a movie and a panel discussion is a wonderful thing. So if you can take a few hours off on Wednesday afternoon, do it. Another cinema series event at Augusta University is on February 19th from 7 to 9. It's called Bean Pole. Um, this is uh, Katamir Balagoff's brilliant and deeply moving drama, Beanpole, winner of the Uncertain Regard Directing Prize at the 2019 Cannes Film Festival. Beanpole is centered upon Ya and Marsha, two women intensely bonded after fighting side by side as anti-aircraft gunners and their search for meaning and hope in post-World War II Leningrad. A little deep show as well. Um, something I hope to attend is a boast, a marvel, and a show, Venice and the Biennale. This is February 20th from 3 to 5 another free event at Augusta University. Um, the Venice Biennale is a, a giant show uh, art event that happens in Venice, I believe it's every two years. Uh, we did have a local artist who was there, our uh, Morris eminent scholar, Cheryl Goldslegger, um, attended the, had a piece for the Venice Biennale this year. Uh, she gave a talk uh, to my Rotary Club. It's very interesting. And this is a presentation on the vast scale intimate space exhibition. Um, and then Cheryl will be there, and it's a lecture by Dr. Marcia E. Vretrock. So it's, um, it's really interesting. I hope that you'll attend. It's from 3 to 5 at University Hall, room 170. All right, that's all the time I have. Hit our calendar at AugustaArts.com. Make some reservations, have some fun, and get out there and enjoy yourself in 2020. I'm Brenda Durant with the Greater Augusta Arts Council. Our website and podcast is on AugustaArts.com. You have listened to Arts Weekly on Smooth Jazz 92.3 FM. Thanks for listening to Arts Weekly with Brenda Durant. Tune in next Saturday and every Saturday, 9.30 a.m. until 10 a.m. only on this station. Smooth Jazz 92.3 FM, WAEG.